Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast, the show that keeps you informed in all things mortgages throughout Scotland. When you are applying for a mortgage, there's a lots of things that can be taken into consideration when assessing whether the lender is going to give you the money or not. And today I'm going to talk to you about five things that you might not know is going to have an impact on your mortgage application. So the, the first thing that I'm going to talk to you about, and I've done a full episode based on debt to income, but we'll touch on it briefly. So debt to income, this is where your level of debts exceed a certain level of your income. And sometimes lenders will turn around and say, no, we're not doing it based on that. So an example could be if you're earning £30,000 per year and you've got £15,000 worth of unsecured lending. So to put that into perspective, um, you've been out, you've bought a £10,000 card, you've got £5,000 sitting on a credit card, you're immediately at 50% debt to income. Some lenders will automatically decline you because you're breaching whatever their terms and conditions are in the background, whether it's 25%, 30%, 40%. And the tricky thing is, Sometimes this isn't publicised and lenders will change it all the time. So it's handled internally and this is where lenders can make an assessment based on what they feel is going to work out for you. So if you're earning £30,000 per year, if you step back and think about it, your car's probably worth more than £15,000 on its own and some lenders are just not going to be happy with that. It's not across the whole market, but there, there are lenders out there who would draw the line at it, so be careful with that. Something else that you would need to consider is the actual property construction. So you've got your standard um, construction types where, with the likes of your brick properties and your stone-built properties. These are fairly standard. Um, but then you've got your non-standard construction. So um, usually built during the wartime, there is a lot of a modern properties getting built via non-standard construction as well. But these are things such as your Swedish timber properties or um, your concrete built properties as well. But there's lots of properties in there that lenders might not be keen on. So make sure that you're assessing that and taking that into consideration. It might not impact you. You might be able to get the mortgage on it fine with your lender, but it could certainly impact you when you go to sell the house further down the line. But it's certainly something that's hidden in the background and unless you know to look out for it, it's something that could catch you out. New build. So when you buy a brand new property, you think it's going to be smooth and straightforward and everything's going to be fine. And the reality is when you buy a new build, there's reduced options out there in the market, especially at the high loan to value. So if you're planning to buy a new build with a 5% deposit, there's a handful of lenders out there that would actually accept it. And this is going to reduce your options quite considerably. There are more at 10%, more options at 10% for sure. But the higher the deposit that you've got when you're putting in um, when you're buying a new build, the better. And it's all down to risk. And it, it's not usually something that happens with some of the bigger builders, the likes of your um, Taylor Wimpies, your Barrett's, Persimmons. These houses, they tend to be sold well in advance and the developments tend to get completed. But generally speaking, um, there's higher risk there, especially with the smaller builders. A builder that comes in, buys a bit of land, starts building houses, run out of money and you could essentially be living in a building site for a period of time until they either get the money to finish the houses or somebody buys them out or they think it's viable for them to do it. So if that happens, you could find yourself buying a house with five, with a 5% deposit, 
but it's not actually gaining the equity in which you thought it would do in a completely finished site. Um, other things to consider with new builds as well, when you're buying, sometimes, especially with the bigger builders, you'll be expected to buy it in advance, so maybe six months, even a year in advance. You need to make sure that your offer is going to be valid long enough for it. And then don't forget to take into consideration any incentives. So if a lender, say you've got a 5% deposit and the lender's giving you 5%, which is great. That means then that you would qualify for 10% deposit with some lenders. Some lenders don't actually like that. Some lenders would still want you to put in at least 10% of your own funds before taking that incentive into consideration. So make sure that you're thinking about all of these things when you're planning to buy a new build. And employment type. So employment type is one that can often be overlooked as well. So for example, if you work offshore, you might not be paying tax in the UK. Some lenders aren't too keen on that. Um, probationary teachers. So if you've qualified as a teacher and you're in your first year, that can have difficulties with some lenders as well. Bank nurses, I work quite closely with the NHS and the public sector and I see all the time bank nurses who are getting declined from other brokers or their own bank. There are options out there, but it's fairly limited depending on how long you've been doing it, the track record of earnings and all of these kind of things need to be taken into consideration. And then if you're self-employed. So if you're self-employed, generally speaking, you need to show, similar to uh, bank nurses, you'll need to show a, a track record of earnings in that industry before the lenders are going to be willing to consider. And the final thing, and this is probably the, the most important thing, and the thing that really gets on, um, annoys me the most, is the lender's internal scoring, especially when someone who's got really clean credit, everything that they're doing is saying that the mortgage is affordable and the lenders turn around and say no. There can sometimes be no rhyme or reason for it. Um, worked in retail banking for a number of years, and the message that was told to us at the time when this happens is they've just tightened the scorecard, and the demographics that they're looking for is quite specific. They never ever publicise what it is that they're changing it to, but ultimately uh, you could have a really high credit score, really, really good activity, and approach a lender and be declined if it's not actually your fault, it's down to them. In my opinion, this should be made um, more public, so people should know before applying if a lender's likely to accept them or not. And you could argue that the mortgage in principle is there, but sometimes it doesn't always, always work out. Um, you can have good credit activity as well, so having a high score, making sure that you're, all your bills are paid in time, you could still be declined. And as I say, because it's not generally made public, it can be difficult for you to... To know, which is why it's really, really important to, to obviously have mortgage brokers. But I do hope you found this video useful. As always, if you've got any questions, feel free to fire them over or leave them in the comments. And thanks very much for tuning Thanks for listening to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you find this useful. And if you want your questions answered, pop over to our Facebook page at Scottish Mortgage Podcast and ping us a message.